Good afternoon, breadheads. How are we doing? Oh, we are having a bit of a somber day, Eric. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We have a pretty crazy news story uh, across our desks today. I won't tell you what it is. I'm just going to play this news clip that I that I found. Okay, take a listen. We're starting here with a stunning crime overnight inside of a Chicago fast food restaurant. A man who was sitting inside of a subway was shot in the head. I mean, can you believe that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. That's crazy. That's terrible. It's it's almost unbelievable. However, that's not even what the article is called. Okay, this is that's like the first thing they say in the news clip. But the article itself says. Chicago police orders 24-hour subway restaurant closed due to public safety threat. So the mm. news piece here, and this, I think this reveals a lot about America, is that the news article is the subway is closed and not that <laughs> someone died. <laughs> right. The real tragedy here is that we had to shut down capitalism. Yeah, we had to pause fast food for a day. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Okay. So Chicago... That this is not good for Chicago's reputation. Definitely not. And if you haven't already guessed, this is from South Side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. So obviously a very like violent area. Like in reading further into the article, they said that this subway is no stranger to violence. And the the subway actually has a bulletproof glass separating the artists from the patrons. Wow, he- like floor to ceiling? Yeah, floor to ceiling. It's looking like a toll booth. That's crazy. That's like more ga- more glass than you'd find at a bank teller or the uh, the TSA agent has protecting them. 100%. Makes me think, like, do you think whoever manufactures this bulletproof glass is like lobbying the government to like keep guns legal? Whoa. It's probably in their best interest. If there's yeah. no bullets, there's no need for the glass. <laughs> Exactly. Like having a law that can throw your business away is just bad for business, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. So like there's the only like things that have bulletproof glass are like like the Pope's little balcony, the cyber truck, and then like a subway in the south side of of Chai Town. That's funny. Yeah, (laughs) that is pretty wild. But it makes me think like what other acts of violence are happening in this subway? And like are the acts of violence specific to the fast food that you're consuming like Mm. at subway are you i don't know hitting dudes over the head with your foot long (laughs) like on a (laughs) on a regular basis whereas like at mcdonald's you're hucking nuggets (laughs) yeah dude the foot long does hit a little harder when you get like rocked with that missile but absolutely it's got to be pretty toasted for it to uh keep its keep its shape as it whirls across the room that's right that's right uh, too many sauces and it's going to be looking like Drake's pee-pee. <laughs> yeah, dude, that thing will be slopping the face of somebody. <laughs> Schmack. <laughs> like a wet snowball. Yeah, dude. Some wet work at the latest uh, <laughs> at the at the Southside uh, subway. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Hit me with the waterworks. Dude, this is so crazy. I think this is like obviously bad for the dude that got shot in the head, but good for subway's general credibility on the streets because like all of these like rappers out of chicago will like make references to churches or occasionally like a mcdonald's parking lot or papa mm-hmm. john's or something and subway never 
gets referenced. It, so he never gets a, a even even a sniff or a nibble in 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 music. So I think like tragedies like this are are good because it, it makes Subway harder. You know, it makes it more toasted as as a brand. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Ty, really, really quickly, I want to show you what this Subway looks like on the inside. It's absolutely gnarly. It's like it's like the Whoa. sandwich artist is the veggies because they're in a glass box. Yo, that's so meta. This is so cool looking. You know, you like, yeah, dude. it's crazy that this is somebody's life is that they get into the bulletproof sandwich making chamber and then make mm-hmm. sandwiches all day as their job. Yeah, dude. I mean, check out this bespoke design here. There's no sneeze guard. Like... The in, it's like an open air market in there. <laughs> as soon as you're inside the cube, it's an open air market. <laughs> Yo, that is wild that there's actually no... The, the sneeze guard, it, it is one and the same. The sneeze guard mm-hmm. goes to the ceiling. So the sandwich artist, they they have complete coverage of those buckets. Like if they sneeze, that whole area is getting fumed. Yeah, that's true. They're in one big hot box with the Dude, hot chilies. You want to get like just like a, a foot long, but it has like just the slight tint of your sandwich artist's farts. Like this is the <laughs> no. place to go. <laughs> no, when you're a sandwich artist and your olives are marinating in the same brine. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. <laughs> Shit, dude. But yeah, pretty wild, man. This is kind of a theme I'm seeing like all over the States. I don't know about you, but like every like target has like the deodorant locked away and like stuff like that. It's like, all these things are just being locked away for safety and mm-hmm. makes, makes you think like, is America on its downfall now? <laughs> it's giving downfall for sure. Like, that, but yeah. that is, it is absurd. Like the lengths are going to go for these types of contraptions. Like if we actually like zoom in on this image of this subway with the floor to ceiling bulletproof glass, they had to make sure that there was no way someone could get around that glass. So the even the there's mm-hmm. they built a custom like dolly that's got made of bulletproof glass that rotates in a circle so that they can bring the sandwich to the patron and the patrons i guess oh, yes. currency back into the zoo like the zoo animal cage size without yeah, yeah, yeah. there ever being an exposed moment for uh, like the sandwich artist to have a target there's no totally. target there you know you're completely covered totally. at all time yeah, it's kind of like when you're buying Newports at four in the morning, like you have to use that little metal tray at the gas station. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like you you can't have direct contact with the uh, pat- uh, not patron, but the, I don't know, whoever's behind the glass. Yeah, this is wild. This is okay, we got, wild. we got to talk about like the actual tragedy that happened here, Eric. Like, so a dude got <laughs> shot in the head. That sucks. You never <laughs> think that's going to happen when you're at Subway. That sucks. It really sucks, Ty. I don't know why it's uh, it's really unclear based on the information that uh, I've compiled here, which is one article. <laughs> and um, in the article, one thing was kind of noteworthy. The person who died was neither an employee or nor a customer, but rather someone hanging out in the restaurant's waiting area. So mm. it begs the question, were they waiting to become a customer or were they waiting to die? Interesting. Uh, they always say don't loiter, but they never tell you why. <laughs> Dude, yeah, no shit. But yeah, I don't know. It, sound, it sounds like this was a targeted event. Mm-hmm. Um, and Subway was the unfortunate stage for this uh, act of violence. Dude, I think yeah, it must have been targeted. If they weren't there to 
dying, why would you go linger in there? Because you know this is, you're just like, this is my final resting place. Do you think as gang members, you get like, instead of like a last meal, you get like a last location, like a last pin drop? They're like, what do you want your last pin drop to be when we like whack you clip you <laughs> yeah you get to pick and the guy's like well i really i really just like the subway and mm-hmm. my neighborhood holy shit yeah wow yeah that's an gr- interesting question where do you want to die <laughs> <laughs> i mean if true that's kind of interesting and you know shout out to all the murderers out there who offer the the chance <laughs> i guess mm-hmm. it's really user-centric really like good (laughs) customer experience i don't know (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i think i feel like we've talked about the the death row meal thing before and like Mm -hmm. why do we i don't even know if canadians do this i'm so detached from canadian anything i'm just i hear about like american stuff and i assume we do it too but Mm -hmm. do do canadian prisons even offer a last meal when you're on death row do we even have the death sentence here anywhere i don't think so i don't think we have death sentence but we have like what is it? Assisted suicide, which is oh. self-inflicted. And yeah. in that scenario, you are probably eligible for a last meal as well. That is true. What if the food takes you out? <laughs> like that would actually might, that might be a more humane way, you know, mm-hmm. like just poison the foot long. Give me the perpetual stew. That's what I was going to say, dude. I want the, yeah, the poison <laughs> stew, you know? Uh, take my Damn, take man. my life into my own hands, literally. Yeah, literally. in my own spoon, <laughs> in my own handheld. <laughs> Yo, oh fuck, I, dude! This isn't. I'm not going to be able to walk in subway ever again and think like I could die. Like I never thought for a second. Like I thought if I was going to die in here, it's from choking or food coma. But yeah. I never ever thought. Oh, the other patrons could, are a liability to me. Yeah, fuck. I mean. It's a tricky one, Ty. I don't know. Some some subways I've walked in and I've like felt like I could be harmed. <laughs> you know, like it's not out of the question. Even in uh, Vancouver, like you walk into the Main Street subway and you know the person before you is yelling at the cashier and the person after you is yelling at the cashier. <laughs> like it's a common yeah. occurrence. So you know, once in a while that that argument can escalate to a potential food fight. Damn. It's crazy. (laughs) It's interesting though, because it's like, sometimes people are like, Oh, I had bad service at that restaurant or I had good service at that restaurant. And like your worst experience at a restaurant from interacting with the restaurant employee is usually like your experience from worst to best is pretty like, it's not that big of a spectrum, I guess is what I'm saying. But the possibility for how bad a customer can be to how good a customer can be is like the the wildest spectrum. Mm. Yeah, true. It's a little bit one-sided in that sense. Like your employee only has like a little bit of wiggle room to be bad or good, but the customer can do, they can literally shoot another customer in the head. Yeah, no kidding. And we have capitalism to thank for that, Ty, because... The employee has to be interviewed, and if they don't perform, then they can lose their job, and that removes them from the scenario entirely, right? It's like if they're Mm -hmm. too bad at their job, they probably won't even be there. Like, they don't have the opportunity to do something crazy, whereas, like, anybody that is a customer can walk through that door, and worst case, something like this happens. You know, someone gets blipped in front of you, 
and you have nothing, you can't do anything about it as an as an employee. But one one more fact I want to pull up from this article was the restaurant reopened the next day. The next day. The next day, yeah, it just reopened on the Friday morning, and I'm just like thinking like the logistics of that. Like, so did one of the closers have to like wipe the blood and brains off of the window? Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. understand how that happened. Shit, I gotta clean this up because my shift's ending, and I'll. <laughs> Like, fuck get it's reprimanded like gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah it's like oh fuck i just wiped down table seven <laughs> dude that's insane yeah so that's I, I why mean, the uh that's why the police ordered the restaurant to close because it was actually open that's the crazy thing they're just like business as usual you can still get your tuna sub just don't look yeah. don't look to your left yeah exactly don't order the marinara <laughs> <laughs> yikes well, okay, here's actually the weirdest thing though, Eric, is it, do- it doesn't seem that surprising. And it doesn't seem that surprising because this is a 24-7 subway in a really, really bad part of town. And at a certain point as a business owner, do you put the floor-to-ceiling bulletproof glass open so your subway can be open all night? Or you just say, you know, we're not going to make that much money at four in the morning, but we incur a lot of risk to our business and our customers. <laughs> Maybe we just close like a normal business at a normal time for this particular mm. location mm-hmm. like what are, do you think they really like make enough money all night to justify the risk they're incurring <laughs> it's a it's a good question because i imagine the high risk areas are also the high yield areas you know what i mean like you're outside the clubs or something like that so like people always want to get a bite after the after they uh are clubbing all night so maybe they're there at three in the morning but then also that guy you bumped into at the club at three in the morning as well is like following you to your late night food spot and is going to whack you. Get, you you're getting mean? clubbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I imagine if the subway was in the middle of nowhere and there's like no activity nearby, then there's going to be no sales, but also little risk. Mm. So the right? laws of the market will dictate that if there are no food <laughs> options in a high density area, somebody will be willing to take the risk. Presumably, there's not enough comp, not a ton of competition. Totally, yeah. Great walk, walk-in traffic, but terrible, <laughs> <laughs> terrible risk to employees and uh, patrons. <laughs> yeah, a lot of walk-ins, slightly fewer walkouts. <laughs> hey, wow, that's crazy. Damn. I guess you could probably say almost every business has fewer walkouts than walk-ins. Like statistically, it just has to be the case. Yeah, because at certain point, someone's getting wheeled out or carried out on a stretcher for a variety of reasons that isn't always getting whacked. That's true. That's true. So think fresh field trip to Southside. What do you think? I'm never going to the subway location, Eric. I value my life far too much. I'm not even going to go to the U.S. anymore. I think I'm mm-hmm. I'm good on the U.S. Like I don't really yeah. have any more reasons to go visit. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> yes. New York. I've seen L.A. That's I'm good. Yeah, for sure. Stories like this make me want to just denounce my passport entirely. One hundred. I understand dude. the suburbs now. Yeah, I mean, you should just move to Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they haven't had a crime there since the eighties. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you go to Denmark and go to no Denmark. More... <laughs> yeah, get the subway and it's very nice. No crime. Yeah, no more podcasting. We start a, a, a canoe tour. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do arm wrestling challenge only. 
<laughs> is that a thing the Danes do? Do they arm wrestle? I have no clue. I just imagine some strong uh, Scandinavian men wrestling in oil. <laughs> totally, dude. I think, think if anything, about. they if anything, they would have like peak level calves and little weak little arms because of all the cycling, you know? Oh, true. Yeah. Just insane quads, just birthing quads. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they got the birthing quads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too. They can do a wall sit for the whole, their whole eight hour shift. <laughs> That's crazy. Crazy. Damn. Ty, I got some more news that I want to share with you. And I had to do a little slightly more research for this one because I couldn't believe it. And a few listeners may already know this, but uh, Wendy's is said they're experimenting or I, I won't even say they said this. Okay. This is where the heavy research came in. People have claimed that Wendy's has said that they're going to experiment with surge pricing. Mm. Okay. And obviously the comments on this are just gold <laughs> because I'm looking at this like Instagram post where people are like commenting on, uh, this news story and everyone's like, well, Wendy's just lost another customer. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like fake outrage. And like every like corporate, um, like fast food company is jumping at the opportunity to be like, we'll never do that to you guys. Like and it, everyone gets a free Whopper, <laughs> you know? Right. Right. It's like, Our- it's just like a fucking marketing, uh, circle jerk here. And it's really unfortunate. Dude, this is crazy. I, I, I could totally see like McDonald's hopping in here being like the junior chicken pricing is only going to be changed by inflation, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like we promise exactly. only inflation will adjust these numbers. Exactly. Exactly. So it turns out, Ty, that this is actually a misconception because people said that or uh, Wendy's themselves posted on their blog, <laughs> which has a great media statement image. <laughs> it's just a blank blank image that says media statement it says that they intend to use menu boards that are digital in order to change their features as frequently as needed right and uh, apparently this was misconstrued in some media reports as an intent to raise prices when demand is highest Hmm. so all for nothing everyone can calm down put the pitchforks down you know what i mean the tiki torches can be put out uh You know what, no, though? No one needs to fear. Okay, Wendy's uh, Baconator will stay the same. I don't know, man. I think they're walking back their claims. This is the official Wendy's statement, but I bet you they did hint at it. I don't know. I don't know the entire narrative here, but I bet you they were considering it, and then they saw the the, the only thing that actually surged, which was their negative publicity. <laughs> yeah, it's it's entirely possible that... Uh, the CEO, like someone leaked this news and then before they even had a chance to do it, they walked it back because they saw the leak mm-hmm. and the response to the leak. I'm kind of bummed. I'm kind of bummed because I, I like this idea. Like I'm not going into Wendy's during peak times. I'm going to Wendy's when I'm desperate and it's vampire hours. And there's mm-hmm. like, I haven't seen another human in 45 minutes. So there's mm-hmm. no way I'm getting a good deal on my whatever. I don't even McFlurry. What do they sell there? I never mm-hmm. go into Wendy's anyways. Totally. I feel like Wendy's, their locations are like very random and they're mm-hmm. they're like look they're located next to real restaurants instead of like where people want the Wendy's to be, you know? Yeah, totally. It's because you got like <laughs> they like you didn't want to 
wait 35 minutes for a table at Olive Garden. So you walk next door to Wendy's for dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, why aren't they on the, why aren't they on Granville Street, for example? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a Wendy's there. But that when that McDonald's is popping at like four in the morning every single Friday and Saturday, you know? Yeah. And it doesn't even need bulletproof glass. Yeah, dude. Canadian uh, society just is better, I think. I guess so. So we got to talk about how, like, whether the surge model popularized by Uber is appropriate <laughs> for Subway. Hmm. Is there is there a play here? Is there a play for Subway? Playway. Playway. I don't know. How is this, how is it any different than Wendy's? <laughs> well, the challenge with Subway is everything's already free. You know. Like, I guess you could get more oh. or less of one of the Subway series, but it doesn't really matter because mm. I guess everything could raise or lower in price. Like, everything goes up 10% if there's a lineup and everything lowers if there's not. That's mm-hmm. that's one option. Okay, here's, here's the play, tie. The menu has 13 sandwiches on it, right? That, that's Taylor Swift's favorite number. <laughs> okay, there's 13 sandwiches and... How many times are you getting the veggie uh, patty every single time, right? Almost every single time, yeah. <laughs> 100% of the time. So, but what if you were offered a discount to mess with the not-so-tuna tuna? Mm-hmm. Would you do it? Uh, twist my arm. It's <laughs> quite tempting. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we were to offer, I'm like pl- cosplaying as Subway's CEO. What if we mm-hmm. were to offer a discount for the lesser ordered uh sandwiches mm-hmm. ask where my head went to eric but not even sandwiches like ingredient by ingredient like maybe they oh. have the lettuce is starting to get a little bit too brown so mm. lettuce is now like the special and if you get the special ingredient we take 10 percent off your foot long price no matter what it is you just have to add oh. that to your sandwich right so it's like a multiplier you're you're adding the multiplier <laughs> the discount you multiplier get- exactly more for less and wow, they like get to fly their veggies off the shelf and get some fresh stuff going mm-hmm. that's interesting but then i see a downside with this though because if subway patrons are eating what they think is fresh there's a good chance they'll be happy with their sandwich right but if they're ordering the things that are not fresh intentionally they're almost guaranteeing themselves a bad sandwich or like potential <laughs> stomach issues <laughs> You know what I mean? Just right. a bad time overall, which could decrease the overall sentiment towards Subway, even though it's their fault. Well, that's a really good point, Eric. I would like <laughs> to offer a counterpoint, which is Please. that if you need to save 10% on your sandwich, which is like 70 cents, to the point that you're willing to compromise what you actually want to eat for it, then you don't have much taste to begin with. Yeah. No, you're totally right. The you're same hungry people are for eating a deal. At, uh, Same people are eating at McDonald's and not complaining. The only Mm -hmm. reason being is they don't look in the burger. (laughs) Like like, the ingredients are in there, but doesn't mean they're fresh. Yeah. Dude, this is the craziest thing about people though, is that they will only be able to complain about something that has like completely engrossed their attention and only for a few minutes. It's like, you could be like, this sandwich was mids and then you like go home and you, your home is like a lawn chair and like a bottle of lube and like, (laughs) <laughs> 40 empty cans of monster and that's like all you own and you're like i didn't really like my sandwich today it's mm-hmm. like, 
my brother in Christ, your life is mids, you know? Like, <laughs> how how are you considering yourself a tastemaker for this particular thing? Wow, that's a great point. It's like you have no reason or no right even to complain about someone else's sandwich that they made for you when you're like your TV is on top of a cardboard box, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, dude. As soon as someone at like that I meet says something negative about anything they try to be critical the first thing i do is immediately look at their haircut yeah dude just like okay well, this is well, a... we need to understand the credibility of what you just said and like are you entitled 100%. to any sort of opinion that's a great point because this is also a really important tactic used in the courtroom like the first duty is to discredit the witness if you're on the other side right so if you can discredit what this person is saying then the jury can just strike that out, right? It's like this person's clearly a wacko. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't listen to them. And I think that's really important here as well. It's like anytime someone critiques something that you are experiencing or maybe something that's something that you like, uh, you can really quickly just look at them, see if their opinion is valid. Like if they have an OnlyFans, then opinion rejected, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've made you've made your bed. Now you must lay in it with it with a camera mm-hmm. <laughs> dude and this is the thing with like it, it, i think at the courtroom is such an interesting situation because you need to like appeal to people in a certain way like it young thug puts on a suit if he's going to like the grammys and he's got to look good in that soup you know you got like the perfectly fit of versace going but if he goes into the courtroom you need to put on the drab worst fitting suit imaginable so you look like a sad pathetic human so that people empathize with you you know you can't you Mm. can't get like the three-piece perfectly tailored you got you got to look a little bit a little sad i don't know dude i think i disagree with you on that one because think about like the think about mug shoddies for example (laughs) Like, Mm. like when the um when the defendant is looking sharp or they're like an attractive lady uh, it's really easy to be like, there's no way she could have done that. <laughs> or like, it's like, mm. there's no way this man committed that crime because look how charming and handsome he is. Or on the flip side, you could say, well, shit, I let him do that to me. <laughs> so <laughs> like being well-dressed, it can only work in your favor, Ty. Yeah. Okay. That's a fair point. I think like that <laughs> logic works maybe more often than not. But what I was thinking about is like in the post me too era that charming sharp well-dressed man is actually the villain and there's a new narrative where it's like we're looking for them because we want to out them feel so good to take that guy down mm-hmm. damn what a sad world we live in <laughs> where yeah, instead of uh instead of aspiring to be the heroes in our society we try to tear them down dude the best thing you can be is a cog let me tell you <laughs> One other news story I wanted to make sure I got to talk to you about today, Eric, is closing the lid on a conversation we had last episode about (laughs) whether or not Subway is discontinuing mustard. Oh. Yes. If you remember, we've heard a lot of listeners writing in and complaining in the forums that yellow mustard is no longer a sauce option available Mm -hmm. at Subway. And that's clearly got many people um in a bit of a tizzy because it is a classic (laughs) okay i need to clarify first of all was there ever a mustard on the menu 
I believe there was. I what I've learned is there was a mustard. People, this is not a Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a mustard than a mustard. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we can only talk about mustard in the past tenth. But here's here's what's actually <laughs> going down. So, so uh, I guess Canada in particular has a mustard shortage right now, and I'm not sure oh, why. No. Yeah, and mustard is bit on the decline at Subway as far as, and just in general and cultural for over the few last few years. So Subway is indeed removing it at least temporarily from the menu. There will be no more mustard. Crazy, right? That's absolutely nuts. Makes me think back to the great Sriracha shortage of 2023. And I'm pretty sure Subway always had it on the menu. So it makes me wonder like, did they have a house-made sriracha or were they simply very bullish on sriracha early Q1 <laughs> and just had like a you know a little nest egg to lay lay back on? <laughs> yeah, the, the war chest of sriracha bottles at Subway <laughs> HQ in the vault. Totally. The sanctions weren't working and Subway was able to hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that the, the mustard like... Mustard Vault is a little more skimpy because they have publicly admitted that they are moving on from mustard, but they're not moving on completely. They're currently in negotiations and transition to transition to a different mustard supplier, but they don't Mm -hmm. know when contracts will be signed and mustard will be sent to stores and what stores will get them once it's all said and done. So there's a good chance if mustard has left your location, it's not coming back. Oh no! That's all I want to hear, Ty. Because I know. I'm really hoping it comes back, and I'm hoping it comes back stronger and more uh, fuerte than ever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I want my I mustard to just to be punch me in the face. 100. percent I need that little Dijon action. Like, yeah. if they can just really make that shit just clock me in the face every time, then I'll be happier. Yeah, dude. If <laughs> I mean. Th- there's only some in some ways I do want to be shot in the face at Subway, but it's with a really intense sauce. And it's more symbolic. One hundred percent, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. I I just feel like okay, I it's one of those things where it's like you don't really know how good you've got it until it's gone. And that's how I feel about the mustard. I myself have denied my foot long mustard drizzle probably the last like 200 inches i haven't gone near the mustard i was bored by it but now the minute it's gone i want it so bad i want the taste of that yellow mustard on my sandwich you're totally right it's it's crazy like subway they just offer you so many options of sauce that like just the the pure fact that there are so many choices makes you want to go crazy with it you're like yeah Mm -hmm. i'll fucking i'll try the the ranch <laughs> like it's like that's that does not belong in a sandwich whatsoever but because you're offering it to me i'm more inclined to try it and mm-hmm. i'm gonna skip the classics right because i probably have mustard at home but i don't have uh barbecue at home <laughs> yeah the sweet onion ch- chicken teriyaki sauce is a l- little bit like bespoke you know it's a uh, subway exclusive mm-hmm. so i think that's what's happening here is i think that the choice has expanded so much recently that mustard is just getting a smaller and smaller inch of the sandwich, slice of the pie. Mm-hmm. And that's going to continue to be the case. And so I started looking at uh, sauce trends 
all across North America. And that seems to be the case is that as more choice enters the market, our main players catch up, mustard, relish. Their, their market uh, is shrinking and shrinking. Mm-hmm. Sad to see. <laughs> it is. But also, I don't feel very apologetic for ketchup. I think ketchup is like one of the mainstream acts that doesn't really deserve to be there. Maybe it did at one point, but I think it's it's long overdue for a a ripening, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so this is what's really interesting. I started getting into a like what's happening next in sauces whole. And I learned a little bit about where the market thinks the next sauces are going to be happening. And one of them is like a strain of ketchup. It's like the Omnicron of ketchup. It's Punjabi <laughs> oh, <no>. ketchup. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Punjabi ketchup? <laughs> yeah, dude. So <laughs> like this is apparently the thing is... Bro, curry ketchup has been around for a while. I'll just say that. It has been, but you don't really see a lot of curry ketchup options kicking it next to Heinz on the grocery store shelf unless you're at like lazy acres or something mm, right or at a like bratwurst uh pop-up <laughs> yeah or an actual punjabi market so <laughs> oh, i'm yes. thinking like i guess like just more vibrant spicy ketchup which i'm all for i think that sounds awesome mm-hmm. yeah dude spicy ketchup it kind of just reminds me though of like like brunch places that have their in-house ketchup <laughs> like they all mm-hmm. have an in-house ketchup that is with cumin or like kind of spicy and yeah. it's like it's it's a welcome change but maybe a little overplayed i don't know i'll be honest i, Do you I think get the market is heading that. in this direction i think what we're gonna see is we're gonna see it start hitting everybody's fridge door that's that's the next big move for ketchup with a little bit of smoked paprika in it mm-hmm interesting yeah the other the other one that's really big is they're calling the trend swicy which is not quite swass but it's wait wait, wait. let me guess yeah yeah Go oh, okay it. spicy and no? sweet yeah it's pretty obvious <laughs> <laughs> sorry i didn't give you that, that opportunity yeah. okay anyways sweet and spicy this has been a chinese food staple since the Han Dynasty, Ty. Why is this trending mm. now? <laughs> I think it's because the North American palate is getting hotter. Like, I think whether it's, I don't know if it's hot ones or just like general food banality, but it's now like people want spicier and they need a little bit of sweet to balance it out. Mm-hmm. I love this. I'm a bit of a hothead, as you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm curious, Ty, if you came across any of this in your research but how common is like spice in the north american palate these days because it's kind of like a club you know what i mean like it's a club where the entrance free fee is practice you know it's like if you Mm want to be in the club of spicy sauce consumers you gotta like you know put some shots up in the gym you gotta you gotta take down some sriracha once in a while to you know train the palate and so, yeah, I'm just curious, like, is that club getting bigger or smaller? I think it's getting bigger, my guy. Like, everyone wants to say they get a five at the Thai restaurant, you know? Like, <laughs> and you got, so people are, I think people are putting the time in. And I think, like, Subway is where entry level, there's, I mean, a lot of places will give you entry level heat, but, like, they added that hot sauce to the menu. That thing's got a little bit of kick. And you know what? I think they're leaving a few more seeds in the jalapeno now. 
<laughs> oh shit! They used to strip that thing seedless, but we got a little little pocket of heat happening. That's right. And uh, you can probably do a quick Google search term trend forecast here, but spicy margs have been having a very pro- productive uh, quarter <laughs> as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think what's happening here, Eric, is that spicing spice is no longer localized. We now live in a let's call it a global scold village of sorts i only said that (laughs) it was a bit forced Mm -hmm. it's pretty exciting there is is exciting one other sauce that is supposed to be up and coming that's a real throwback and i don't know if i believe in this and i want to hear your take okay tartar sauce coming back oh i never thought it left tartar sauce hits bro are you kidding dude i I think what's happened to tartar sauce though is it fell into this GMO hole and it, like this processed hole where like all tartar felt like it was like came from like this it like it like comes out of like a big fat tube like a slug and I think craft mm. tartar sauce is what's going to revive revitalize it Fuck yeah dude dude nothing better than a little fish and chippy mm-hmm. <laughs> with some tartar sauce oh man that in the game <laughs> What's the ideal friday <laughs> <laughs> damn yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome like uh, men around the world just said hell yeah in synchronicity <laughs> <laughs> dude if we all say hell yeah in unison then uh the world would implode but yeah dude tartar sauce has always been one of the best things of all time it's perfectly creamy you know what i mean uh there's little chunks of stuff in there i'm not sure what it is maybe celery i don't really know (laughs) but uh this is why this is why we need like the craft complex of craft beer and artisanal ketchups to move into tartar so they can start explaining to us why that shit's in there and why it's so special to the experience of the tartar Mm -hmm, totally there's also this iconic line from spongebob where he's like he uses tartar sauce as a derogatory <laughs> way to explain his anger you know what i mean he says tartar sauce <laughs> does he say that <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's yeah. awesome it's it goes with the whole nautical theme i would imagine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. makes sense wow the writers there clever <laughs> i um, saw this uh, instagram post the other day that i i don't like repeating content i read on the internet on this podcast but it was pretty funny the conversation went like this hey have you heard of squidward yes well you should check out this show spongebob he's in it wait i don't get it (laughs) that's the joke (laughs) (laughs) i don't understand it's pretty funny hey thinkfreshpodcast.com is the website (laughs) yep Uh, (laughs) you can listen to episodes on spotify and apple music and uh thanks for listening everybody (laughs) think fresh everybody ciao think fresh (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha